from the Xfinity Studios at WVON. We're your original social media. The Talk of Chicago, 1690 WVON. WVON family, and thank you for sharing your Sunday with us. This is WVON 1690 AM, the talk and the top of Chicago. Our call-in number is 312-371-8130, and your comments and questions, of course, are always welcome. I'm Chita Strasberg, producer and host of On the Case, and my co-host is the one and only Ken Hunley, publisher of the 316 magazine. I'm editor-in-chief of that 10-year-old gospel magazine that is more than in, that's in 1,000 churches and growing almost every day. Congratulations to St. Sabina for partnering with the Push Excel program to teach youth to become outstanding orators. The program is taught by Cook County Judge Stanley Hill. We thank Reverend Jesse L. Jackson and Reverend Jeanette Wilson, who is National Executive Director for the Push Excel program. Well, ain't no party like a rainbow party. That is what the Hall of Famer Shaquille O'Neal and hundreds of fans were chanting last Thursday night, well until Friday morning at the Soldier Field, where Shaq appeared in support of a fundraiser for Push Excel program. The fundraiser was to raise funds for technical courses, for an expansion of technical courses for the Push, Push Excel program, and similar youth programs in the Push Detroit and Silicon Valley programs. Congratulations. And Father Michael Flager had a very successful annual Peace Basketball Tournament Saturday. Thank you, Father Mike, for caring for our children and for being such a great mentor, especially for our black boys. And this morning, Father Flager had Spike Lee, who urged people to get rid of all negativity around them and that we should love each other more. There's not enough love in this world, and I have been saying that to myself um, for many, many reasons. So, Kent and I thank our sponsor, Dr. Zenobia Sowell. She's located at 1122 North Clark Street, where she has been there for several decades. Dr. Sowell has the latest dental equipment, but more important, she doesn't hurt. Dr. Sowell accepts most dental insurances. Now, to make an appointment, call her at 312-944-9355. And she told me that several WVON listeners have have uh, visited her and that they're very pleased. So thank you very much, listeners. We have the best listeners anyway. And Kent and I welcome our latest sponsor, Cook County Treasurer Maria Pappas, who is asking you to go to cookcountytreasurer.com to see if your taxes are delinquent and going up for auction at this tax sale, which starts May the 8th. Now, that's very important. Many people, sometimes property owners, don't know their property is on the tax roll, ready for those tax people to snatch up your property. So visit cookcountytreasurer.com and put in your address to first check to see if your taxes are up for sale. Secondly, search for $475 million in refunds. And third, see if you are missing out on $439 million in available tax exemptions. Put in your address at cookcountytreasurer.com. And don't forget, Treasurer Maria Pappas has established two outpost offices in the community to help you get refunds from your property tax. One is located at the Rainbow Push Coalition headquarters. That's located at 930 East 50th Street. The hours at Push Tuesdays from 12 noon to 7 p.m. and Fridays 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And the other satellite office that Maria Pappas has put together is located on the west side at the Abundant Life Community Center, 2622 West Jackson Boulevard. And guess who's heading that? Reverend Johnny Miller, an executive director. Now, we have in the studio uh, Bishop Wade Hudson, uh, pastor of Moses Temple, and his wife, uh, Barbara Hudson. And they are putting on a two-day 
So it's a three days. It's three days. It's three day. Uh, all it's a free all lives matter conference from March sixth through March eighth at the McCormick Place, twenty three oh one South King Drive. So, and our very own WVON gospel host Pam Morris will MC the Sunday, March the eighth conference from two thirty to six p.m. Those youth are in for a great time with Pam. Um, first of all, I want to say to you, hi, Kent. Good afternoon, Shinta Strasburg. <laughs> I had to say a last name. I love, you know, saying your last name. It's a great name. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, I see you're tired, too. Yeah, at the Thursday at the um, at Soldier Field United Club. It was I a great stayed event. later than you did. Yeah, you did. I, I left, you know, early, a little early. I heard uh, Shaquille did get there at 1130. Yeah. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, eleven thirty you got there. And uh Well how did you enjoy it? I enjoyed myself. I I'd seen some people um I haven't seen in a while. Uh I've seen Commissioner Deer, I haven't seen him in a while, uh, mm-hmm. out. So mm-hmm. yeah, I enjoyed myself. What what really got me was w-, w Fresh. Dougie Fresh. You know, I Dougie I never heard of him before. You never heard of Dougie Fresh? The human Swear beatboxer. To God, I ne- you know me. <laughs> I, I I'm into church and work. I didn't that man tore the place up. I know, I know, yeah. He and he's beatbox. intergenerational because there were people in their 80s on the floor dancing, <laughs> shaking their rump. I couldn't believe it. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. you know how to connect to, you know, people through his music. And, and, and it, was a, it was a clean singing. It wasn't, he didn't use the bad words. I, it, I, I like him. No, I, normally his music is clean. It is? Yeah, he normally keeps it clean, yeah. Yeah, he looks like a clean-cut guy, too. Yeah, hey, listen, I, I've uh, listened to Dougie Fresh in the past, and he always, you know, delivered. So he's been around a long time? He's been around a long time. I've been in the dark a long time? <laughs> I wouldn't say the dark. You just wasn't listening to his music. I don't listen to that music. Bishop Wade Hudson and Barbara Hudson, uh, thank you for being on the case. So tell us more about this uh, event. Uh, this event is hosting on March. Okay, thank you, thank you. 6th, 7th, 8th. At the McCormick Place, it's an All Lives Matter event. Uh, it's about stop the violence in our community. It's a great event, and it's free. And the only thing you have to do is go on and register at Eventbrite. Uh, this is where uh, you go in there and tell you the whole thing, what we're trying to achieve in different communities throughout Chicago. Uh, Spike Lee, I just saw him today. And he encouraged, uh, as St. Sabine, the youth to don't forget your vision. Use your vision. People like to discourage everybody about their vision. And our youth right now need to have a vision. If we can keep a vision going on and mentor our kids properly, they will be our next doctors, our other presidents, uh, aldermen, state, ten- state senators. But we need to uh, really focus with them and help them out the best we can. But let's, let's be honest about it. Uh, we're hosting this thing at the McCormick Place, uh, March 6th, 7th, for 8th. And you register on Eventbrite. Uh, the introduction of the, the purpose of this conference is really is mentoring our kids. Stop the violence of all the, all these shootings and all these people getting killed and all these people getting kidnapped and there's just so much going on. We don't want they don't want to talk about it, but it's going on too. I think. But the registration is on Eventbrite. It's a three day event. We have Anthony Brown. We have Phil Tarver, Jesse White Tumblers. We have Mutu African Dancer. We had a, a, a frat show. For the frats coming through for the for the uh, for the youth, we haven't spoken words. We have so many mentors coming out here. Uh, people who wrote books want to come out and talk to our kids and give them encouragement, and they just want to come out there and just hug them, or embrace them, let them know they can be somebody. Sounds like an awesome event, um, Bishop Wade Hudson. You know, just go back to what you just said. Um, our kids, you know, are our greatest resource. They are. You know, um, I see other families, you know, they strike deals in Chicago in the past, uh, like the parking um, situation. Their kids will be taken care of for generations and generations and generations to come. You know, so um, listen, I applaud you for doing an event uh, concerning the youth called All Lives Matter, which you stated will take place March the 6th through the 8th. Correct. Now give the times again uh, during those days. The time we're going to open up, uh, we're going to do it at 4 o'clock on Friday evening, 10 o'clock on, sun- on Saturday, and uh, 11 o'clock on Sunday. But the thing is, Kent, is that uh, we've been pushing out 14,000 flyers. 14,000 flyers. 14,000 flyers. And including, you're in 316 Magazine which as is 30, well, right? Which is 30, <laughs> That's just a highlight. We should be overflowing. But I even reached out to the NWCP, to the state uh, president. She said she's going to support it. But we're getting some slack with our own people about it. Why well, it's not black lives matter. I'm not trying to make it uh, 
for democracy. I'm trying to make that all lives matter. Me and she share the same blood. But the thing is, if something happened to her child, her child mattered to me. Okay. So that's that's what I'm trying to get people to realize. We reached out to people with who got all this money, but you know I'm not trying to sell my soul to the devil. I'm, I'm, God has really provided us with all the finances that we need, and still own providing, and it was still making the way for everything. And we got we and the good thing about it is already taken care of. That's why we're hosting it free. Hey Amen. Now, bitch, you were at our podcast at the Auto Show Live. Yes, I was. Um, this uh, past week, which was on uh, Friday. Yes. Yeah, how did you, um, what do you think? I thought that the podcast, we reached a lot of people. A lot of people understood what we were talking about and, and it have a meaning to it. It's a the, diverse group as well. Yes, it is. It have a great meaning to it because it's just not just one racial generation. We're talking about the whole city of Chicago. All last matter. Who ever thought that we would get a, a mayor who, what she stand for right now and what she stand for up north? You know, she take a lot of slack, but you know what? She love all Chicago people. It's all about taking care of the people. And we got to learn how to take care of our youth. My son, 12 years old, he was on your show uh, my first time coming on, and he was saying, our lives matter. Now, that's on our podcast, too, and that yes. podcast is on 316magazine.com. So if you missed this show today with Bishop Wade Hudson about All Lives Matter, you can always catch it on 316.com, 316magazine.com, all our podcasts from previous shows. Amen. So tell me more about the purpose of the um, of this. I, I like to call it a convention, but what do you what do you call it? Conference. I call that a conference. Okay. You can call it a convention. You know what? I call that a fellowship. How about that? Fellowship. A fellowship. <laughs> okay. A fellowship. And why I'm calling it a fellowship because it's, I'm having a diverse crowd of different leaders from different areas coming and and and, and supporting this thing. Uh, I got some pastors up north coming. Uh, I got LGG, L, LGD pastor coming. I have no, no problem discriminating against any of them because we're all going through the same thing. We don't have them in use in our churches that much no more. We, we very seldom have anything in our community for our use. So this is very important, Shanta, because if I, after this hosting this, we're going to keep in contact with 3,000 kids, buying three uh, buildings, buying six buses, and starting doing transportation to colleges, get them prepped for colleges, help them get their ACT, help them prep for, to be the next person they should be. We're going off their vision, not somebody else's vision. We're going off their vision. And we're going to help them give them 150% of anything they need. And I'm reaching out to people like the NWCP, reach out to a lot of corporations, give out scholarships, start giving them scholarships up to us now. I, ain't, I can't wait five years from now. We need scholarship money for these, these youths now. Uh, y'all talking about writing stuff off every year? This is your first quarter? I need, 50, I need $150,000, $350,000 for scholarship money for these kids to go to college and be the next person, be your next president of your company. We need it. Okay. So uh, tell us again, how do you get in, in touch with you to get the tickets? Uh, the tickets are free. You go on Eventbrite, Eventbrite, and look up All Last Matter. So what happened if I just show up without that um, pass or that ticket for me? We're going to register you on the spot. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. And now, who who are some of the entertainers? Now, you didn't mention that. So I did mention entertainers earlier, but let me mention to you again one more time. It. Let me hit, let me hit you back one more time, Kim, because I know you're supporting us too. Three Sixteen Magazine are supporting us. They've been supporting us for 100 percent, 150 percent, absolutely. And they've been from day one, and I and I love it. Amen. We got Anthony Brown coming in. We got Phil Tarver. We got Jesse White Tumblers. We got Move to Africa Dancers. We got the Frat Show coming. We have a free concert for them that night. Lenny Battles. Uh, Charles Jenkins is supposed to be reaching out to us. Hopefully we get him in there. But we got other artists. We got uh, Wendy I. Uh, a female violinist. A Wendy Indy. Wendy Indy. Okay, I call her I. Who is Wendy Indy? She's a, a, a gospel female uh Violinist. Violinist, yep, and she oh, is oh, awesome. Really? She is awesome. Wow. When is now? When is she performing? She performing Saturday. What time? Uh, she should be coming in around four, performing. But she will be that Friday night also. Give you a little, 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 little taste of what she can do. <laughs> <laughs> he got a saxophone that's coming in as yes, well. I Sal do. Butler. Sal Butler saxophone is coming in on Saturday. I even got some uh, some people who wrote books. Uh, uh, go to uh, Bishop Horn Smith Church. His assistant pastor wrote an awesome book, Jonathan. He's coming through and wanted to pass out some book. He wrote a book, How to Make Straight A's 
like she has had to make straight A's. Wow. And it's, it's been an awesome book. So he wanted to pass some books out to the kids and, <laughs> and awesome them. You can make it, you know. He got an awesome follow for the youth. We had some uh, spoken words. People coming in here want to speak, you know, spoken word for our youth. Mm-hmm. And we have some young rappers coming out Uh-oh. there wanting to speak to our kids positive and let them know. I even got this rapper from Atlanta. He said, I'm coming by myself free because I want to bless our kids. He's on tour right now for Stop the Violence through Atlanta. He's taking some time off to come up here. So this, this, this is really reaching out outward. You know. And speaking of reaching outwards, I partnered you with my pastor, Father Michael Flager. Thank you so much for meeting with him yesterday. Uh, it was awesome. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> a precious person. But I also want you, since you mentioned HBCU at uh, the Rainbow Push Coalition, um, there, we are um, having the HBCU tour. And that is going to be April 4th through April the 11th. And they're going to be going to... University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, Dillard University, Xavier University, Gramlin State University, Russ College, Southern University, and AMN College and the Elkhorn State University. But that's more. Uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson and Reverend Jeanette Wilson will also uh, have them going, uh, want them to get used to the business world. So the students will also visit the Nissan uh, Assembly Plant in Canton, Mississippi, the Medgar and Myrtle Evers Home National Monument, the William J. Clinton Presidential Library and Museum, and the National Civil Rights Museum in Memphis, Tennessee. So, um, and the deadline for the application, now there is a deadline, is Thursday, February the 20th. The, um, the next mandatory workshop is Saturday, February the 22nd, 12 noon to 3 p.m. at the Rainbow Push Coalition headquarters, and you know that's 930 East 50th Street. Now, to download your HBCU tour application, you just go to www.pushpushexcel.org forward slash hbcu dash tour, T-O-U-R, dash, application, or simply email Kalana Kale, C-A-L-E, at M-Kale, M is M-C-A-L-E, at rainbowpush.org. Now, there's only a $35 workshop fee. You get all of that, and the kids stay at hotels. They have security. They have plenty of food. Uh, On the buses, they have black history lessons with a video. A gospel music, mentoring. So that'll give you a taste of what you want to do with your HBCU tour. Amen. Okay? Amen. A- and they come back with uh, um, scholarships. Amen. And that's what we're looking at right now, scholarships. And I talked to the NWCP. Uh, when I went to national, took some kids to national, mm-hmm. there was different diversity of races when kids that went to NWCP wasn't all black like they're supposed to be. Right. It was Asian kid who won the gold. Mm-hmm. And 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 when people tr- try to say why we don't have Black Lives Matter, we we can't look at that no more because no. If my if my wife is a, is a different race and I love her and we got a child together, that child matters. Right, right. So I had to really put that in their in their ear because this 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 finance situation it had. Vest my spirit one time, but I had to get on my knee harder and say, you know what? God already ordained this. He already proclaimed this. He already made it happen. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I had to do is let the money flow in. Money came in slowly, but you know what? It was enough to do what we need to do. And Amen. I didn't beg, borrow, steal from it. Awesome. I didn't sell my soul to the government. That's what, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, That's what counts. That. Let's go to line one. Uh, Jim has been waiting. Jim, uh, doctor, how are you? Very good. How's everybody today? Okay. We're doing great. Good. Well, it was an interesting event on Thursday, although uh, I was kind of thinking with the VIP that Shaq O'Neal would have been there then, not at the end of the night. Did you, see, did you see him, or did you leave before? No, I left about 10.30 or quarter 11, because I had another thing I had to go to. So, mm. But it was, it was nice. I had a chance to uh, have a little conversation with uh, uh, Tony Taxwinkle. <laughs> I, I asked her, I said, why do you want to support a pop tax that only serves to drive jobs out of Cook County? You know, I told her there was a Sam's Club, which is now closed, actually, in Streamwood, that during that time, all the pops sitting on their shelves was, wasn't moving because people would go to the next county, like two miles over, and, and save a bunch of money on pop. 
And I said, look what it did to Philadelphia with the, the industry there. And she just kind of looked at me with a blank eye and just like, well, you know, kind of like we can agree to not disagree. And that we can agree to not uh, be agreeable, whatever, you know. And it, it's just stupid. And this is why people like her in office are not good for, for the city and for people. And people don't get jobs because of taxes. And kids grow up with not, you know, without a purpose in life because they can't find good entry-level jobs. And it's people like that in power that causes to occur. So, but so what, what, was your, what was her reaction to you? I'm curious. She just kind of looked at me like a deer with his eyes in the headlights. <laughs> like she didn't want to hear it. And I also said, if you want to do something good for Chicago, right over there, because we were up at the Sky Club, there's a little patch of land there. That's where Miggs Airport used to be. You should work on rebuilding that airport. I said, I'm, I'm, a, I'm kind of a right-to-work type of guy, but I'd be all for all union labor, you know, as much as it would be to uh, rebuild that airport, because that airport was good for Chicago. McCormick Place is hurt by its not being there. I said it would, it would restore a lot of business in, in Pride to Illinois. In Chicago, we should do this. And again, she just kind of overhead. <laughs> you got a lot of nerve. Shanta, he always <laughs> mentioned that airport mix. I airport. know. Well, I tell you, Jim, do you own a private plane? That's my question. Well, I have a small one. It's called the Mooney. It's not a jet, but uh, okay. it's, it's got a big motor on it. I knew it. He had a plane somewhere. Okay. Well, it's but you see, aviation is good for business. It creates jobs. No, I don't deny you that. See, like one time before Trump became uh, ran for office, there was a beautiful video that he did with a professional lady showing you know Mr. Trump's new airplane, and it was he bought this corporate this big jet and he converted it to his own use. And one of the things he had this airplane was he had the leather seats, but he had gold gold plated seat belts. Now you could look at it one of two ways. You could say, okay, oh, he's got these gold plated seat belts. What a you know aristocratic type of guy. Or you could look at it. Would you like to have been the guy, the company that got the job to make those gold plated seat belt buckles to put in Trump's airplane? Jim, I, I had just read an article about uh, President Trump that he has yeah. taken, and what, three and a half years of being in office, he has taken 328 days on vacation golfing. And not only I that, don't think that, that it's accurate. It's accurate. Not only that, he has milked the taxpayers $133 million to his resorts. Well, you know, so, Obama, because, all presidents do that. <laughs> no, no, no. If, if you just you research know. it, uh, out of all the presidents, he has milked the taxpayers more than any other president. Well, but he's also working with that. salary, and he's also creating a lot of jobs for a lot of people, which uh, Trump thank, thanks uh, to, created. Thanks to Obama <laughs> Jim, and the money that Obama, he left. Obama had a war on the coal company. Remember that? Yeah. Obama <laughs> had his comments. How you can make the jobs go back? With a magic wand? Obama left left this country with a lot of money. In good shape. So you he can't Obama give all that credit to Trump. had a war on energy, Trump. my dear. Listen, listen, Jim, I would give up my salary if I'm milking the government $133 million. Think about well, it. If all of his golfing is on his resorts, if everything is on his resorts and he's, he's milking our uh, taxpayers um, three times the rates that normally really people. That's really a conflict of interest. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a problem. It really is. Oh, listen, Trump is creating a lot of jobs. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's creating a lot remember, of headaches. Remember, remember, well, hold on. You remember Hillary and both Obama had a war on the coal company? They said that in their campaign speeches. We're going to shut down coal mining. You now, that's, you, create, that's destroying Jim, jobs. Jim, you cannot that's one clean up for, for Trump. Sorry. <laughs> you can't clean up. I, I, just, I just gave you some proof, and um, I want you to say, okay, I understand. You know, i got to look at this man Listen, another way. I don't way. think those are accurate figures. I mean, first of all, Just Trump take a look. Just take a look. That's all I want you to just look at. He's not taking a salary. Okay. It doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't well, matter if he doesn't take a salary if he's um, having all his resorts, his vacation is on his resorts, and he's um, taxing us, overtaxing well, us. You Seriously. know, I mean, a lot of for presidents the past have done a lot of things. But and, and how much is the president's salary? A lot of good for what, the country. He wants to, first of all, reduce crime in the city of Chicago. This, the sanctuary city policy hurts black folks because people are getting killed when they should not be in this country. The victims shouldn't be shouldn't be here. The, the victims shouldn't be victims if these people weren't let to stay in this country or come back again. Or just like that poor case, that 92-year-old Dominican uh, Republican lady that got uh, Jim, killed in New York by Jim, some guy that was supposed Jim, to have been we uh, are a deported. nation of immigrants. You are from, a, we, you are from immigrants. So am well, I. Well, that's fine. However, if somebody's a criminal, you want them to sit there and kill your neighbor? The people, the people who are coming in are not criminals. That's, so you you sound like Trump, are, but we got but we gotta go. Do I got another crime. person I got to take in. Listen, <laughs> you're not going to clean them up with me. You know what that. What do you do with them? Hmm? 
if somebody commits a crime. Tell Kim, give me a donation since you got a, you got a slip. Hey, Jim. Jim. My, my sound went out. Hello, are you still there? You still there, Jim? Jim is gone. He's gone. Janice, <laughs> Janice, are you there? I've got... Yes, I'm not a, uh, I, I'm an immigrant, but I'm a descendant of slaves who worked 400 years for nothing for this country. Janice, Janice, this is here. black history. So you are a descendant from royalty. I call myself a descendant of, a descendant of slaves. Janice, you are a descendant of royalty. We, we, our time was before slavery. That's we right. We come from Africa. That's yes. right. You I know, didn't come here by, by choice. I came here by force. Whether how you got Not here, you still come enough. from royalty. Just you, take away the slavery I'm mentality. Immigration, and let me move on to, to Jim. I don't see where to, I am for a right to work because we don't have a right to work. We're unemployed. We can't work on the union trade jobs or nothing else. But our civil rights group seems to be happy with the union. Uh, but let me move on to this one. How many... Uh, I'd like to know, and this is something, that, and I want to tell Jim, I've never spoke to a politician that didn't look at me like I was looking at headlights when, when I told them I was against illegal immigration. I was against the pop tax, but I meant I wasn't going to pay it, so I stopped drinking pops. And it's been good for me because I don't, I don't eat the potato chips either. So <laughs> well, you're a healthy person, I take it, right? Yeah, I've never drank or smoked, so I've always had Amen. A so, that's a beautiful so, thing. So Jan- Janice, Janice, last question is we got to go. Um, do you really like Trump? Are you really going to vote for him? Well, let me put it to you this way. I would not vote for any Democrat up there now. And I want to see what he's doing, if he still works for sanctuary cities, and if he helps our black colleges, and if he sees that our young black men have jobs, he's got my vote. But I will not vote for any Democrat up there now. But, you know, that's how it goes for me. Well, thank Bye-bye. you for your comments. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. Um, well, while we're waiting for our second guest, let's take you... Oh, no, we have our second guest on the line. So we are going to be talking. Bear with me just a second. I'm going to name up there. Tracy Williams. Um, she is in a fight to save her son. Um, I've gotten a lot of uh, cases about this, uh, similar cases where DCFS is trying to take the children away from the mothers who have been there for the child uh, and raised the child without the, the father's help. And, and the judge, white judge, uh, in two different cases, including Ms. Williams, they are leaning towards the fathers who have not been around, who have not paid child support, and one of them, not this one, has, has a criminal record. So I don't understand, and uh, Ms. W- Ms. Williams, can you explain what's going on in your fight to save your sure. to save your child? Sure. Um, me and my son, we moved to uh, Clarendon Hills, and we noticed that there was a lot of uh, discrimination, harassment that was going on. Um, I've never been in trouble, but since I went out there. They're trying to put a case on my child and myself and bringing DCFS into the picture, saying that I'm unfit and I have to take uh, a mental test or else my child will be removed away from me, removed out of my house. Now, what kind of case Um, are they trying to put on you? And your child is only 12 years old. Right. uh, They just came up out of the blue and was saying that if I didn't take a mental illness test, uh, they will remove my child from my home. Now, why, and I why do them, they want to? Why I'm sorry. Why do they want you to take a mental test? I have no idea. She just came out of nowhere and said that I had to take a mental test. And I asked her, like, what is this about? She said, Well, we got police reports. I said, Well, show me the police report. Show me your documentation that this is even true. She couldn't show me anything. Mm. Now, do you think that your the father of your child has said something to them? No, the father of my child is deceased. He's been deceased since April of uh, 2015. Oh, okay. So I don't understand why they've targeted you. Is it because you're black and you're living in an almost all-white community? That's the only thing I can see. Instead of us being a token, we became a target, Mm -hmm. and they started coming after us for uh, just putting things on us and um, trying to make us admit to things that we did not do. I think it's just unjust. I think it's harassment. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that someone should look into it because it, this whole situation needs to be investigated because all I was trying to do was give my son a normal life. 
I know because we moved that way, we had to deal with all this harassment and discrimination. Yeah, I have another case, a very, very similar case, where the woman has um, had a stroke, but she still raised her daughter, and the husband, uh, I'm not the husband, but the father of the child has uh, all of a sudden appeared to try to get uh, custody of the child so that he won't have to pay child support. Uh, but he is unfit, and there's a the daughter is afraid of of her father because he likes to go into the bathroom with her, and she's nine years old. It's really weird. That's not your case, though. But so, what what do you have? To, when do you have to go back to court? Uh, we go back to court uh, the 27th of February, and you know we're just tired because we're taking hits. My son, his father left him some money. And I think this is all about the money that he's supposed to inherit from his father. Uh, a lot of people are trying to take him and get custody of him, saying that he should be removed from my household. Mm. And I've been my son's mother and father ever since his father passed away. Mm. Oh my goodness. So I'm, I'm hoping that you can find some, some... You need a lawyer. That's what you do need. Yes, I do need a good lawyer that can help me with everything that's being presented to us because we're tired. And it's like once I think I've cleared one hurdle, something else happens. And it just keeps happening over and over again. And when you go to the proper authorities to get help, they say, we can't help you. So I'm trying to understand why am I getting blocked? Why can't nobody help me with the situation that's going on because it's not right? I just found out my um, taxes was filed fraudulent. And things just keep happening since I went to that town. Do you believe that it's is it internal or mostly external? Is it someone in your family? I'm not saying immediate family, but um, with a cousin, um, nephew um, that may be causing this? I believe it, it is. Uh, I think it's my sister and my mother because they want uh, my son. They were the one told my son that I was mentally ill and that uh, they can take care of him. And I said, I'm 50 years old. No one never said that. Now, all of a sudden, I'm mentally ill and they can take care of my child. I raised my, my oldest son is 31. My daughter is 26. He's 12. And then I didn't just raise them. I raised other people, kids at six weeks of age. I was a child care provider from 2002 to 2013. It's all about the money. That's yes. what it is. Yes. I was targeted because I had my own company before. And a lot of these things started occurring um, after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to line one, uh, Eunice. A chance to hello to your guest. Uh, I want to get something off of my chest. I know Jim sponsors once a month on WVON, right? Yes. And we do need sponsors. I want to thank him for that. But when you get a person that comes on WVON and gives out all this erroneous information, it's okay if he wants to support Trump, but don't lie. This is the biggest liar and vulgar man you ever want to see, and I'm sick of Jim coming on with that situation. And the young lady said she'd vote for uh, Trump if he'd do something for colleges. Trump is a person that will tell you he'll do something one minute, and next minute he'll do something else. So I wouldn't dare vote for him, but I have made up my mind who I'm going to vote for otherwise. But I, Jim needs to change that situation because he's always trying to reprimand us, and I detest it. And I hope he changes his mind because it's like having a bad child. If you don't ever correct them, they'll continue doing the same thing. And thank you, Chinta, for taking my call. Thank you, Eunice. Thank you. So you, you just whipped him. So That's right. And what we will, what we will continue to do is provide proof and records showing um, things that Trump is doing. You know that's Amen. erroneous, right? And um, and we don't we don't ban people from what they're what they say. They can talk about anything they want to. Uh, Tommy on line three. Tommy, are you there? Kenta, uh, it's it's really uh, nice to uh, speak to you. I haven't spoke to you in a while and say hey to your guests, but uh, you you know we're living in a time where facts don't matter. And unemployment, ignorant people are dangerous. <laughs> and I find it just absolutely <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I mean, it's 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 just amazing. Here we are at a point in time where they have clearly showed us that there is no layer of accountability past those who are who are supposed to uphold the Constitution of the United States of America, past the Senate and the Congress. Who's left except for the people? And the people are walking around here acting like, oh, hey, you know, it's just another day. And really, it ain't just another day. Anytime we got the things that are going on right now in this country, 
And anytime we have individuals who come on the radio, and of course, like you say, everybody has the opportunity to expose their thought patterns, whether how ludicrous it is or not. But there's one thing we ought to be clear on. If a person has a job, according to the economic uh, classes I ever took, it's supposed to be able to pay your bills, and afterwards, you have as much as you paid in bills left to do whatever you want with. So how are you telling me you're creating a job, and when I go to job, after I get my check, I still can't pay my bills? Ain't that what they call the working poor? Oh, I know. I digress. I'm, I'm just an uninformed black man. Love you both. Tommy, you're awesome. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you for calling. On the case. Let's go to line one. Chris? Hey, Happy New Year, everybody. How y'all doing? Good Same afternoon, Chris. So, so what we got going on is the, the with the with all the candidates is the the races Olympics. All of them have so much uh, baggage in what they've done or what they not have done for the black um, the black populace. So it's it's the lesser uh, of one evil, but they all have baggage. Mr. Trump, the biggest thing he's done for blacks is pardon a dead boxer, Jack Johnson. We're supposed to be bamboozled and impressed with that. He's cost the American taxpayer almost $120 million when he's doing his golf events and golfing whatever every couple weekends or whatever. The jobs he's created, um, whatever uh, information he's getting, is not true. Uh, uh, the, wages, the wages have not been up. The uh, federal minimum wage has not been uh, raised in over 10 years. So the, the job creation is very, is very poor-paying jobs where you have to work two and three jobs to barely make it, and you're still not making it. Mm -hmm. So it's smoke and mirrors. And any black person who votes for him, what they're doing to the judici judiciary branch um, – they might not feel it now, but their grandbabies are going to feel it. Their children are going to feel it, what they're doing to this country. And as you can see what type of justice he got for not being impeached, he got white privilege, um, white privilege justice. Absolutely. If he was a black president, he would have got impeached um, in, in blistering numbers. But, you know, he got the white treatment. And I respect, you know, Jim's opinion, but he can't he can't keep coming over here screwing Fox News talking points is, is very sickening. Well, but and that's why don't we take have my word. that's why we have people don't. like you to correct him and I and I expect for callers to call in and whip him. Right. And like I said, you know, I, I, I re we can have different opinions, we can't mm -hmm. have different facts and Trump used to run as a Democrat, now he's a Republican, so you know and anytime you can bankrupt a casino Man, you're a great business person. <laughs> yes. Thank of. you so much. <laughs> See, now, Jim, you heard that. Okay. So, uh, Ms. Williams, can you give us a wrap-up about uh, what we can do to help you? Or, Well, we're trying to get a lawyer to help us with this situation because uh, we need a lawsuit going on because just because we're black uh, and we went to a place to try to make it better for my son, we got scrutinized by that because uh, out there the police is the boogeyman. That's all I see. Like, people used to be afraid, but it's the police because since Trump got in office, a lot of things started occurring and happening to us. And we were just minding our own business trying to stay out the way. But every day we were getting harassed by the police and they were doing things. We need the lawyers to help step in to help us try to figure out these problems we were having in Clarendon Hill. Mm -hmm. Do you have all a lawyer right. already? So we... Do you have a lawyer? What is it? Do you have one? Do you have a lawyer already, Miss Tracy? Well, I had a lawyer, but um, that's over with. Um, we were trying to find something because they fabricated the story about what happened to my son. Okay. And I have documentation to prove that. Since you, can we? Uh, I need to get your information. I, need, I probably have somebody to help you out. And, and Tracy, and in the future, um, based on my experience. Concerning fraud, I used to be a fraud investigator with a bank, a major bank. I would say start with protecting um, your inner circle as well as your um, identity. You know, um, social security cards, your son information. You have to protect that. I'm not talking about it in a shoebox. I would maybe get a safety deposit box and put it in a bank. You have to uh, protect your identity. You really do. Um, and concerning the police, um, I would say you have to videotape that as well. I mean, you may oh, have gosh. to walk around and buy your camera and make sure, you know, put them on um, 
I'm blast. I'm blast. You have to. <laughs> you know, do it on social media. We live in a different world now. Yes, we are. We really do. So you have to. Um, you have to create a video, a YouTube channel showing how the police is, um, you know, uh, bothering you and your son. Hey, let the world see it. You know, we don't have to live in the, uh, in the dark anymore. Okay, so Tracy, I've given your information to Bishop Hudson, Bishop Wade Hudson. So expect a call from him, okay? And um, praying that uh, things will work out for you. All right. Okay, no problem. And thanks Thank you, for Tracy. being on, on the case. So while we are waiting for, oh, we have our third guest is on the line, Omar Sharif. He is president and founder of the African American Contractors Association. Oh, this man has uh, gotten a lot of jobs for African Americans. He has shut down uh, construction sites when they were all white, and uh, he gets up in their face. He's a, he's a, he's a just a tremendous. Uh, man, a, a activist, and a very excellent father. Welcome to On the Case, Omar. Well, uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it, Shanta Strawford, for right. your service and your job that you do very well. Thank you so much. So, tell us about what what you're doing at Rainbow Push headquarters, and then you have an event coming up. Well, this Thursday, uh, from six to eight o'clock, uh, we are going to be doing. Um, job uh, intake for the 360 project, as well as uh, dealing with expungement and uh, sealing people's records so that they can get lawful employment, just like every man and woman that's out here in America. So we are trying to close the gap of having so much crime in our community and not enough job readiness in our community. So Thursday night from 6 to 8 p.m., we're going to have food serving. We're going, we're going to uh, talk about uh, apprenticeship training programs as well as the flagger reentry program that we have started some years ago at Rainbow Push, thanks to Reverend Jesse Lewis Jackson, that we have been able to put a lot of men and women to work in Englewood on the south side, on the north side. Nineteen men last year worked on the Latrum Project, making 66 70 an hour uh, we have young men working Wait underground. Wait a minute. How, how much an hour? $66 and seven. That was more than I made at the county. I made $49 an hour at the county. $66? Yeah, well, just just for holding a flag? No, no. Well, this is this was demolition. The flag uh, training uh, starts at 42, about 42 70 an hour as a laborer. Just just for waving rain- a flag, you make forty two dollars and seventy cents. That's awesome. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That's dangerous work, Shanta. <laughs> it, you know, it is dangerous, yeah, hazardous right. work. And, and this is real stuff. And so you—that's why you find everybody in the industry but us. And the problem is that we have to uh, encourage our elected officials, our community leaders, to step more up to the plate to get these jobs for our community. These jobs should reflect the, the community. Even the police officer, if they're in your community, they should reflect that. When I was growing up, the mailman, the milkman, the ice man, the snowball man, the ice cream truck, everybody reflected the community or where they was uh, uh, basically reaching at. You follow me? So we should demand more of the fact that we see people that look like us. It hurts me when I go to Chinatown, see an event going on a couple of weeks ago. I saw Chinese policemen down there. Mm-hmm. You see, I go go to the Filipino. I see Filipino mm-hmm. policemen down there. I go into Pilsen and other parts of the community. I see Hispanic. Mm-hmm. But when I go into my community, go on Central or go on South Shore, I see four police officers and all of them are Caucasian. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And we, it, it, we, it we hurts have to, me we when have, I see that. We have to take. Hold on now. We have to take a break. I have to to pay the bills. Um, don't forget to call Dr. Zenobia Solwell at 312-944-9355. She's one of our sponsors. And also uh, go to cookcountytreasurer.com and put in your address to see if your taxes are up for sale. Uh, Search to uh, find some of the $479 million in refunds. And thirdly, if you are missing out on the $439 million is available tax exemptions, put in your address at cookcountytreasurer.com. And uh, don't forget that uh, Cook County Treasurer Maria Pappas has established two outpost offices in the community to help you get refunds. Reverend Jesse Jackson got $4,000 when he put in his address. He was totally shocked. 
Um, that's at the Rainbow Push Coalition headquarters, 930 East 50th Street. Now, that's where your job program Thursday night is going to be, right? That's correct. Okay. And the hours are uh, Tuesdays from... from to o'clock. Uh, the hours for the, the uh, Rainbow Push um, uh, treasurers is Tuesdays from 12 noon to 7 p.m. and Fridays 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And on the west side is at 2622 West Jackson Boulevard. And that's headed by Reverend uh, Johnny Miller, who's executive director. So don't forget to go to cookcountytreasurer.com to see if your taxes are delinquent. You don't want to lose your home. I don't know how many stories I've done. People didn't know that they owed maybe $200, sometimes less than that, and they lost their home to tax scavengers, okay? So tell us more about uh, Thursday. You're going to have food, and it's going to yes, be... Yes, we're going to have food. We're going to be talking about the Flaggers program. We're mm -hmm. going to be talking about reentry because a lot of our men and women uh, get uh, in trouble when they get out. They really don't have a strong reentry program. There are some good programs out there, Chanta, but the thing and unique about the program that we do with ACA and Rainbow Push, we kind of get in the face of the GC or the developer or the uh, subcontractor and demand that that complexion of their workforce look like our community. Well, yeah, and, so and that, we that's really up to the aldermen. Free. That's really up to the aldermen. Um, and uh, I know when Alderman Tillman was in office, she uh, she would shut down a, a, a site, but not the aldermen today. They don't do that. Well, we don't have a lot of Dorothy Tillmans out there. Actually, she's the only African-American alderman I know that actually put a facility that we can point to our kids on Black History Day or any day during the week and say an African-American alderman built that facility. By hook or crook, we had it done, and it was developed, and it's for the use of that community. We don't have that, but when you go into these other communities, that's all they have. I agree, Sharif. And we as voters have to, um, you know, hold them accountable, you know, um, and, and also inform them and educate them as well. This is what you need to do for me. This is my community. Yes. You know, that's um, right. You know, the, the, it, it, it the, hurts. It does hurt. And I remember uh, a while back, um, years ago, um, Ed Gardner drove his car into one of the sites. Yeah. That's right. I, I was, right. I was right with there. him. You were with right him there. when it happened? Yes. Street. I, wow. was, I was right there with him. Mm. I was there yeah. with him from the start to the beginning. It originally started where that there was Hispanics on 95th Street. And what happened, right. uh, Ed Gardner got over there, and by that time, the community had shut uh, Summit, I think, concrete down by then, and he still wanted to deal with some advocacy. And we told him that it was a site right there on Western. That was, uh, I think, Bob Israel, myself, was still there. And he said, I'm American, I fought for this country, and show me the site. And that's when it all happened and changed the whole look of that site on 95th and Evergreen Park. That's true. But you know what really made me angry about that is after he had brokered an agreement and everything, there was one uh, African-American, um, I won't even give the title, of this man. He, he sold jobs, uh, uh, construction jobs, for $300 each. And when uh, Mr. Gardner found, about, uh, found out about it, he was awfully upset mm. let's go to what? line three and, and hear from kumar kumar welcome to on the case are you there kumar kumar are you there i guess he's we lost gone kumar. okay so omar tell me more so you have an event coming up yes we have an event coming up march the 11th uh, 2020, which is going to uh, highlight men and women that have done well in our community, African-American, Hispanic, and Caucasian, and community leaders from the South and the West Side. Uh, it's going to be a very festival evening. We want people to come to enjoy themselves. Where? Uh, it's going to be at the South Shore Culture Center. Uh, and also, we tend to, we have had so many calls from our base in the south suburbs. I have had probably about maybe five to six mayors in the south suburbs already confirmed that they're going to be there and call other mayors because they say we need to see more of this in our community because I know they have a big community just like Chicago is a big community, and they don't see the reflection of that community working. Amen. And thank you for being on the cover of 316 uh, Magazine. And, and uh, thank you. And I really appreciate whatever it is I can do for you to help you continue to grow 
Let me know because that's what it's about. You know, we, your, we, growth is, your growth is my growth. Amen. Thank you. And we will be covering your event on March 11th. And again, I thank you. And um, you inspired a lot of people from your story in 316 Magazine. I can tell you that. That was a hot issue. Well, yeah, and people are still calling <laughs> me about it. It's, it's amazing. They they still call me. I was in I was in on Sibley at the uh, Calumet Park District. Guy said, "Oh my." He said, I saw your magazine. I said, my magazine? I said, oh, no, that's I said, that's a friend's bag. They wrote the article about me. I said, that's not my magazine. I said, it's yours today, Omar. You can have the magazine. It's yours. Right. He told me about it. Then, so I go to FedEx. And so this Caucasian heavyset guy on Roosevelt Canal said, I just read about you. I said, what did you read about me? He said, that magazine somewhere right here. I read all the whole story. That was super. Mr. I'm like, wow. And so it, it, it's definitely resonating with different people, Amen. you know. And it, it is also, I guess, it's making some a little angry because, it, it, you know, what happens, you got to show up a clean glass against a dirty glass because Amen. we have to do more in our community as people. Nah, hey, hey, Mr. Omar, how you doing? This is Bishop Hudson. How you doing, Bishop? Hey, great, great. I read your magazine. I read your magazine also. <laughs> but I'm in, the, I'm in the back of the cover of your magazine also, hosting the yes, uh, All Lives Matter conference. I've been trying to get in contact with you. How's everybody else getting in contact with yourself? Me. I want us to Sir, work together. All you got to do is call 312-446-5984. It's my cell. 312-915-5960 is the office number. Okay, so, give me your cell again, 312 446 Four four six fifty nine eighty four. I will definitely give you a call because I'm doing the same thing for our youth. And I will love. And I for wake you. up. I wake up at five o'clock every morning, <laughs> so I don't mind you calling early or late. It doesn't matter. I heard that. You can we host? If you look at your in the back of the magazine, we hosting a All Lives Matter conference for our youth. Same thing that you're fighting for. So I like to pair together and uh, and let's work together on this thing. Okay. Yeah, whatever I could do to help, let's do it. Let's do it. I love that. Oh, there we go. And Bishop uh, Bishop uh, Hudson is a man of his word, too. You have my word on that. Ken, you have some last words? Hey, listen, you can catch this show on 316magazine.com on our podcast tomorrow, the After On The Case show. And this show will be on our podcast, 316magazine.com. And also, I did attend uh, Dr. Sowell's event yesterday. Um, some of the guests were uh, Danny Davis. Um, Dr. Mildred Harris was there as well. It was a great dinner. Well, that's great. That's great. At a church. Okay. So, uh, Bishop Wade Hudson and your wife, you didn't say anything. You can say we have like 30 seconds. I just want to say thank you all for listening. But, again, the All Lives Matter Conference, March 6th through the 8th at the McCormick Place, and it's free. Please register on Eventbrite. All right, that's it for Kent Hunley and I. I'm Chita Strasburg, host of uh, On the Case, and Kent Hunley is uh, my co-host, a very awesome man and a great business person. Thank you for listening to us to On the Case, and we will see you next Sunday. To our God. To our God. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah.